It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. Hi y'all, I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide, and I love sharing ways to elevate your everyday experience. Of course, if you're a parent in this day and age, I know, I know it's been stressful working from home and pivoting into a part-time teacher, plus wearing all of the usual hats, parent and spouse, partner, chef, maid, handyman. You're multitasking your ass off in a mask. I get it. But I'm here to tell you that cannabis can help save the day and your sanity. Today we're sniffing out ways to dictate the direction of our cannabis experience using the power of terpenes with Katrina Jackson, a longtime herbalist and product developer. Katrina is passionate about combining herbalism, aromatherapy, and wellness with all things cannabis, which is exactly what she gets to do as the product development manager of Stewart Farms. I spoke with Katrina back in December, on the day Stewart Farms rolled out their cannabis-infused line of bath bombs. We talk business, parenting, skincare, DIY remedies, and everyday ways to play with terpenes. Today's podcast is lit by White Ash Group, North America's premier choice for cannabis staffing, recruitment, and executive search. Cannabis is the fastest growing industry in the U.S. jobs market. So if you're ready to get paid to be yourself in the cannabis space like Katrina and me, there's no time like the present. Submit your resume at whiteashgroup.com. And if you're an industry trailblazer with a growing business, 
White Ash Group provides pre-screened and vetted top-tier talent and custom hiring solutions so you can feel good building your dream team and more work-life balance. From roots to suits in the U.S. and Canada, visit whiteashgroup.com to learn more. Tell them Joe sent you. If you're ready to be in the driver's seat of your cannabis experience, we're connecting the dots between aromatherapy and cannabis in a very practical way that overstressed parents and overloaded brains can appreciate. <sighs> so take a breath, my friend. Take a toke and settle in. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just I'm hanging out today with Katrina Jackson. She is the product development manager at Stewart Farms. And if any of you are usual podcast listeners, you have met Tanner Stewart, the CEO, and Jameson Wellborn, the CCO. I'll be sure and include my uh, discussions with those guys in the show notes. But Katrina and I are here today to talk about herbal and aromatic remedies and our love of terpenes. Katrina, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Joe. Yeah. So you are in New Brunswick, so you're quite a ways away from Oakland, California. Tell me what the scene is right now. How cold is it there? I dug out my great big parka jacket and I've got hats and mitts and I'm not loving sneaking out for a puff during the day nearly as much as I did a few weeks ago. Getting oh chilly God. pretty quick. Yeah, I can imagine. So for people that haven't listened before, just give us a quick elevator pitch of what Stewart Farms is all about before we get going. Okay. Um, Stewart Farms is a cannabis company, but it is so much more. We are a company that is entering the cannabis space with zero plastic packaging, um, which is a huge dilemma in the recreational cannabis industry in Canada. Um, so we're launching with zero plastic. We are growing um, a really robust library of genetics and looking at all levels of a plant, not just levels of THC. We're doing that. We're doing a lot of um, research and innovation work around the plant and growing practices and regenerative growing and um, vertical aquaponics is something that we're very um, active in as well. My wheelhouse of the company is the topical department. So that's something that's um, growing within the company as well. Uh, so when we market, we will have um, topicals, which actually entered the market for the first time today. And our flower is going to be coming to market very soon as well. Very nice. Congratulations. Yeah. And I love that y'all are doing the super eco-friendly packaging that just warms yeah. my it's heart. It's from Oakland. Yeah, we bought compostable labels are on there. And then we have BioLeffin, the shrink wrap actually breaks down into food for microorganisms. It's ridiculous. If you buy, you know, an eighth of cannabis, you get like seven grams of plastic. Yes. It's really, really bad. And Health Canada, like all the, the child resistant and the exciting, like all of that is, you know, it all stems from being compliant. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked at the amount of packaging just when I was getting a couple of pre-rolls when I was in Canada. <laughs> like, yeah, this is gross. insane. And at the grocery store, like two weeks ago, my daughter and I are going through the grocery store. She's six now. And there's these big pop bottles full of hard cider. So alcohol in pop bottles and it's orange. And she was like, oh, look, orange pop. And I was like, 
Yeah, you. I have to have a childproof bath bomb. Yeah, <laughs> with CBD in it, but you can sell pop bottles full of alcohol at child level. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's stupid. It no is sense. so stupid. Yeah, so y'all Thank just you. had a giant order of bath bombs that have just exploded across Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. We just sent 9,600 bath bombs to Alberta, which are on their way now. They're still in the truck headed there. And today I actually have team members who have uh, dispersed across New Brunswick with boxes for all of our uh, recreational stores here, which is Cannabis MB. So um, by tomorrow, by end of day, New Brunswick will also be fully stocked in infused bath bombs. Nice. So herbal and aromatic remedies, they have been used throughout recorded history. I think most people are most familiar with Ayurveda, you know, the practices of traditional Indian medicine that dates back 2,500 plus years. So you got your start pretty early um, and understood the value of herbalism and aromatherapy you started at age 15 in this stuff. Like what, how did that start? What were you doing? Well, um, at the time, my mom had actually bought a, a business, a local business that was a soapery. And at the time they were making products that were, they were really good. They were handmade and they were almost natural. Um, but as a kid, I was incredibly sensitive to perfumes and scents and pesticides and all of these different um, synthetic things that were being added to our food and uh, and wellness products. And I couldn't use the products that, that were for sale in her store. And we ended up teaming up together and completely rebranding her business, um, launching lots of new products that were all truly, truly 100% natural. Um, so I went from her having products available that were loaded in perfume and synthetic fragrance oil to learning aromatherapy and layering essential oils to create beautiful scent profiles that smelled amazing, had tons of therapeutic qualities, and also didn't didn't bother me or my skin or other people. You know, I've always heard people saying, um, oh, I can't use bath bombs. They, they cause irritation and I have lots of issues, but a lot of those ingredients don't need to be in there. So we basically took uh, the idea that skincare can truly be 100% natural and This was 17 years ago. So now the natural wellness industry is pretty big, but 17 years ago, it was hard to find anything without, you know, perfume and fragrance oil. So I I went on to study aromatherapy, um, became a full partner in the business and launched hundreds of products, a natural baby line. I designed once I became pregnant with my daughter, my firstborn. Um, I wanted cloth diaper safe, all natural products available for her. So I developed them. And what I kept finding was I'd want a product in my own life or for my daughter or my husband. um, And it just, it wasn't available, all natural. And so I started hustling like crazy to develop all these different products that were truly 100% natural and just layered with all these beautiful therapeutic benefits, which were all derived from aromatherapy, which is really aromatherapy is pretty much at the heart of everything I work on now. I love that so much. You know, most makers and entrepreneurs get started because they're filling a need for themselves. And, you know, I have super sensitive skin as well. And, you know, I'm in the process of launching my first product um, called MJ Relief underneath MJ Skin is the name of the company. My best friend, Monica, is a PhD formulation scientist 
And three years ago, I had gone to her and was like, okay, I'm not finding a topical that's helping me, plus not irritating my skin, plus doesn't leave a weird sticky texture on my body. Like all of these things were really bothering me. And so we worked to create something where we could use less CBD because I'm allergic to cannabis. And so, yeah, so that's why I'm constantly wiping my nose with a Kleenex. Like I have constant nose drip because I smoke and then I sneeze and my nose (sighs) runs, but it's my medicine, damn it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I needed something that could have less of the cannabinoids in it because my skin, I would just start scratching myself. So I needed a topical that had less CBD in it but then other ingredients that would work with it to give me the inflammation relief and the skin soothing. And so it really did come down to that intersection of herbalism and cannabis to come up with that perfect product for us. So that's where you find yourself now. You were, you were only working with herbs and, and other natural medicines, and you just recently entered cannabis. Kind of talk about the difference between those two lives. When uh, my son was born, I uh, had really, really bad postpartum anxiety. I didn't sleep, and I was so nasty. <laughs> I was not a nice person. I was very, had a very short fuse, and, you know, my daughter was two, so toddlers <laughs> and not getting any sleep and having a short fuse. And prior to having um, my first child, I used cannabis recreationally, but after becoming a mom, didn't really do it for me um, until my husband said that, you know, you need to try something. <laughs> you're not sleeping. You're very, you know, I was very, very touchy, very emotional, just full of anxiety. And uh, the first thing I tried was like high THC, didn't really know much about it. And it did me in really bad. I was paranoid. I felt awful. And I was like, no, nope, this is not for me. But he kept pushing. He was like, no, like, try some CBD. Like, let's start with that. And I tried some CBD and I felt a little bit um, more okay in my own skin, which I thought was really cool. I kind of accepted where I was at and who I was. And then I tried um, a very low THC Bubba Kush cultivar. And oh my gosh, I had the best sleep of my life. And I woke up feeling so renewed. And I was very close to going on antidepressants and sleep medication. And I woke up and was like, yes, this is amazing. Um, So I just dove in completely and wanted to, you know, cannabis is an herb, just like lavender. And I have all these great ways I know how to work with lavender. So I wanted to pull in the cannabis into that and started making topicals. And it was amazing for me because I started, you know, giving these out to people and they were experiencing the same kind of effect as me and that it was, uh, it was kind of a world changer. And then I met Tanner, Tanner Stewart, our CEO, uh, about two years ago when I first heard that Stewart Farms was coming to St. Stephen. And at the time I was no longer working for my mom. I wasn't in the wellness industry. I was actually working in the local school systems. And I met Tanner because I reached out saying that I was so happy to hear it was coming to my town. I loved the technology, the idea. And I, at this point, was just kind of newly thinking about topicals and really interested in incorporating cannabis into topicals and reached out uh, to see if that was something, you know, they would ever be interested in doing. 
And uh, at the time, we weren't there yet, of course, but Tanner brought me on to make these cannabis-inspired products. And that's, that's really where the light bulb went off for me. I hadn't thought a lot about terpenes. I was thinking about essential oils. And at that point, I wasn't really a big cannabis user. Terpenes wasn't really in my vocabulary. Um, but then I had this great talk with Tanner about creating cannabis-inspired products by using the terpene profiles of different cultivars. And at the time, I said, well, I don't really think I know a lot about that. And he was like, but you do. You're an aromatherapist. You know so much about it. And then when I started breaking down the essential oils more to see what terpenes were happening in there, it was like I said, like a light bulb went off. If a strain like Baba Kush that's high in linalool is helping me sleep, and linalool is high in lavender, then there's all these connections that are happening, right? So at that point, I just kind of dove in so deeply into the study of terpenes and their synergistic relationship with cannabis and how, you know, iconic cultivars are iconic for certain reasons. And so much of that has to do with the terpene profile. Um, so it was kind of that moment, everything all came full circle for me. And I kind of dived into the cannabis industry full force. I love it. And last year for Christmas, the guys sent me a gift box yeah. with all of these products. And the fun thing about them is to, you know, to get a soap and a bath bomb and some bath salts that are Blue Dream or Trainwreck or Bubba mm -hmm. Kush. And you are using the same terpene profile in these products. You know, for a can of sore, that's a really fun way to enjoy those. I mean, you know, smoke your blue dream and sit in a bath with it. I mean, I thought it was fun. <laughs> um, so I will be excited to try the, this new version that you have that's now infused. So are yeah. you still doing the strain-inspired um, terpene profiles? Yeah, we are. So we ended up launching our non-infused versions um, to market for sale. They were meant to be a uh, a giveaway, a learning opportunity. Um, it wasn't ever supposed to be a long-term thing, but people, there was so much demand for the product. We launched them at the World Cannabis Congress in 2019. And after that, these non-infused versions had quite a following and people were looking for them and wanting to purchase them. So we actually did a, um, a little market test launch of the non-infused versions again and sent them to our local cannabis rep stores. And again, they're a huge hit. People loved them. And it got everybody's appetite ready for the infused versions, which, like I said, we're launching right now. And what we did is we kept that terpene profile. So we have Bubba Kush with its linalool and karyophyllene and myrcene. And now we've added the cannabinoids. So we've kind of completed the entourage effect of that cultivar. So now you have Bubba Kush, you have its, its CBD and THC content, and you have the terpene profile to match. Um, so we've really, you know, leveled up on the bath bombs and, and completed the whole entourage of, of that strain. I love that. So when you were deciding what the, the terpene profile would be, were you following a specific cannabis genetic profile, like from a specific cultivar? Or was it just like, okay, Blue Dream has these? Or were you saying, okay, this specific one has... X percent of linalool, X percent of beta-caryophylline, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, that is what I tried to do. So I tried to find the most common ones that I find. Going forward, it'll be great when we can use our own genetics and our own COAs to match perfectly. That's in the future. Um, but for now, for now, I used um, terpene profiles that were available to us and then did try to match the percentages as much as I can. Um, so that if something is dominant in linalool, there is going to be a really strong effect um, attached to that, that high percentage of linalool in there. So we really did try to match it as, as close as we could without using actual cannabis terpenes. All the terpenes that we use in our products are all derived botanically from essential oils and botanicals that we've added into the products. Very nice. So for people that don't understand terps to the degree that we do, you know, when I'm talking to a newbie, I say terpenes are basically the essential oils of plants. They're what give everything its fragrance. When you're talking about the power of terpenes, it affects the nuance of your experience. You know, it's not going to affect how high you get, but it's definitely going to affect whether or not you feel peppy or whether or not you want to take a nap or go to sleep or, you know, whatever. So- What are some of the most significant terpenes that really are helpful for us in our daily lives? Okay, yeah. Um, Well, like I mentioned linalool already. Linalool is um, a terpene that is found in really high concentrations in lavender. And it's the reason that lavender is so sedating and calming and has such a great anti-anxiety effect. And you can find that in a lot of cannabis cultivars, too. Um, one thing I'm starting to see happening in Canada now that I love is that the terpenes are actually showing up on the packaging. So you can go to the cannabis store and see limonene. Limonene is found in citrus fruits, and it's also found in a lot of a lot of cannabis. Um, it's really, really energizing, and it's an antidepressant. So if I'm, you know, stopping by to to pick up some bud for the weekend, and it's been a hard week, and I just need to have some giggles with my hubby, then I'm going to go for something with limonene. Um, terpenaline is one of my all-time favorites. It's my uh, get stuff done terpene. It's very energizing. It's very um, very rewards based. You love to set out like you know smoke something high in terpenaline and get the house chores done, like clean your entire house. Um, funny story: the first time my husband ever smoked train wreck, which is very high in terpenaline, he decided he needed to go out and clean our barn, which is like this huge three-story. <laughs> massive disorganized nightmare of a barn and he went out and he cranked some music and he danced and he cleaned and he had the best time and I was like train wreck needs to be a staple in our household for that honeydew list on the weekend that's hilarious um, I yeah, so I my it. relationship with terpenaline if I have too much of that what? I'm an anxious wreck I am a train wreck so you know I have to really microdose terpenaline to get yeah. to get that effect without being like, oh my god, I have so much to do, I can't get anything done because I start spazzing out if I, you know, have too much of it. Um, right. But yes, okay, keep going. <laughs> um, so what else here? So karyophylline. I re- recently, kind of unfortunately, found out that I have rheumatoid arthritis, um, which is obviously a bummer. But I feel fortunate in that I have so many tools in my toolbox already to to help combat this terrible thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So we know about the anti-inflammatory effects of CBD and things like that, but there's so many analgesic or analgesic qualities and anti-inflammatory qualities in our essential oils as well, or in our cannabis as well. Um, So beta-karyophylline is one that I find tremendous 
pain relief from. It's very warming, um, you know, similar effect to, to using wintergreen. You get that warming sensation um, and it instant, instant pain relief. So for people who are dealing with chronic pain, um, incorporating myrcene or caryophylline into either your cannabis consumption or usage, whether it's in a topical or you're consuming it in another way, um, those can be really great. Beta, beta caryophylline is my favorite. Is that's is like it? the black yeah. pepper thing, yeah. and I, I have all the genes for inflammation, and so I think it was you know your body kind of tells you what you want or need, Absolutely. and you just kind of follow it. And I probably overuse black pepper on everything that I eat, and so yeah, beta caryophylline is my favorite. But so I say beta caryophylline, and you're saying caryophylline. Is there a difference? Not really uh, in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think there's some chemical changes that happen, but ultimately if you're if you're looking for high levels of caryophylline in your products, then either marketing thing a lot of the time too, I believe. Yeah, true. Yeah. And yeah. and then mercine that you mentioned, that is the mango, that kind yeah. of fruity smell. Um, right. which and I believe mercine is the most dominantly found terpene in cannabis. Is that true? I actually thought it was caryophylline, um, but I might be wrong. It could be myrcene. I know both are really, really common. Um, Myrcene is often found in indica varieties because it produces this couch lock sensation. I'm kind of a hyper energetic workaholic kind of person. And I really use cannabis to help me stop at the end of the day, like, no, be done work, veg, hang out with your family, read a book to the kids, like just you know, be done work, calm down. Mercine, I find really, really helpful for that. It's the the classic couch lock effect that can be associated with certain um, cannabis strains, especially of the indica variety. Uh, something that a lot of people have, have heard in this kind of old cannabis folklore is that if you eat a mango while you're consuming cannabis, it'll extend the length of your high. Um, so just to kind of pay homage to that, we've added mango butter to all of our bath bombs super nourishing. Um, it's great for your skin. It's got all kinds of great emollient properties, but the mango's in there to kind of pay tribute to mercine and in being such high amounts in cannabis. I like that a lot. The bath bombs, I've never been somebody that would really use that stuff because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get all relaxed and then there's going to be a big ring around my tub and then I'm going to have to like clean the bathtub and now I'm relaxed. So like, no, thank you. And then I found something, and these people are not paying me. This is not an endorsement of any kind, but I wanted to share this with you. Have you heard of these things? They're called canna wipes. No. Okay. So they're made up the road from me in Santa Rosa, and they come in a tub like those Clorox bleach wipes, you know, that kind of a yep. thing. And people on farms use these when they're doing a lot of trimming to like clean off their hands. And so I got some samples of these. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm giving the bath bombs and stuff a shot and then wiping out my tub with these guys. Can of wipes. They didn't use two ends, but whatever. Anyway, so you should check those out. I mean, somebody who's got OCD like me, <laughs> most people probably don't care about that shit, but I do. So anyway, I just had to tell you that while I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so do you have some sort of an aroma wheel or I don't know what else to call it that kind of that shows you, OK, if this is how you're feeling, these are the terpenes that would be best for you right now. 
something like I that don't, exists? I don't specifically have one myself. We did have a, uh, a spinning terpene wheel at an event we did, the World Cannabis Congress, and it was amazing. Um, unfortunately, it was too huge for us to bring back to the office. Um, <laughs> but it had, I think it had oh, probably about 50. There's about 200 different terpenes that are found in the cannabis plant. 30 we see reoccurring and in high amounts a lot. And I think it had those 30 plus a lot more on it. Um, but no, I don't I don't specifically have something like that here. I'm going to hunt one of those down. I, I just think yeah. that's a practical thing for people if, you know, to try to memorize all this shit. I mean, you can't do it. And, yeah. I, you know, I put a lot of this stuff in my cannabis class resource guide that I put together. But so many more have been discovered and are being talked about and used. And so what I have is outdated. But, you know, I think that would help people discover how to use it DIY style. Um, And speaking of, so we know that cannabis is the best herb to grow at home. But other than that, what are some other uh, plants or herbs that that are great to grow at home that you can use in your wellness routine? Yeah. um, One of my favorite uh, DIY things to make at home is actually really simple, just an Epsom salt herbal soak. Um, And at home, we grow a lot of our own herbs. Rosemary is a great one that you can grow at at home, really easy year round, even here in New Brunswick, you can grow it in a windowsill. Um, And you can do lots of different things with it, but um, just clipping it and adding it to hot water bath, even fresh with some Epsom salts, throw some cannabis oil in there and have a good soak. Um, The magnesium and the Epsom salts themselves are detoxifying and great for pain and inflammation. Rosemary is really stimulating and helps promote circulation. Um, Add some cannabis oil in there, some CBD oil, whether you make it yourself, um, and you can have a really, a really great, luxurious soak. Um, Another one I always go to, lavender. Lavender, maybe it's for me where I'm a a stressed out mom. (laughs) I use lavender a lot. It helps me sleep. It helps me unwind. It's amazing on its own. Um, you can grow it yourself and just rub it between your fingertips to release all of all the terpenes, all the linalool. Um, you can add that to your bath. Or I know a lot of people are work, are uh, making their own cannabis oils and things like that at home and doing DIY. A simple face serum, adding a little bit of lavender or some peppermint into um, a really simple CBD face serum is really great and. I'm doing that a lot right now. I'm wearing a mask all the time, getting acne. Okay, so question. If we make this at home, what's the best carrier oil to use if we're putting it on our face? Everyone's different. Um, Know what what oils work really well well for you. Excuse me. Um, I like rice bran oil a lot. You can get it at most grocery stores. It's incredibly gentle. Um, You very rarely hear of anybody having any skin irritation with rice bran. A little bit of jojoba is also really nice to use. Um, but for um, for the face, yeah, I really like rice bran and it's really easy to get. You don't need to, you know, get it from any special um, cosmetic sources. It's available in most stores. Yeah. So I have a doctor that I'm going to have on the show to talk about cannabis and allergies and CBD's effects in skincare. I have tried so many skincare products and the CBD dries the shit out of my face. And that's what everybody's go-to is. That's been my issue is just trying to find something, especially during the winter, that will you know keep your skin moisturized, make you feel good. And I'm going home to Texas next Thursday and my sister has 
all kinds of stuff. She's the perfect hippie to do this project with. So <laughs> I'm going to have her and I make some face oil. That'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, it will be fun. You you talked about the soaking and, and smelling and stuff, but tea is another great use for these herbs. And you're your Instagram handle is at tea and terps. So I know you're a tea girl. So talk, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I love tea. Um, back when I was working with my mom, we had a, uh, a huge tea component of our store and I started doing custom blends for people. Um, we have a chocolate factory in town and I actually did a custom blend for them featuring their products. And, uh, um, but tea is just another one of these great ways to feel good and feel better. Um, I live in New Brunswick, Canada, and it's very, very cold. So I'm constantly sipping on hot tea through the days. Um, but terpenes interact in tea the same way. Um, you know, there's a reason that you hold a cup of tea close to your face and you're smelling the aroma. And um, as you're steeping all those great herbs and botanicals, you're getting the terpenes as well. Um, so, you know, if you have a um, like an apple spice tea, you have uh, terpenoline happening in your apples and beta caryophylline in your spices. And, you know, you can really layer, layer those aromatic effects through tea as well. Of course, it's a super healthy way to do it. I don't often myself drink cannabis teas themselves. I do love um, having a puff and enjoying a cup of tea on the side. But it's the same thing, just like you can have a really energizing bath bomb or massage oil or a sedating one, you can do the exact same thing with teas. I developed a, a Bubba Kush tea here. And I didn't intend for it to turn out this way, but it, it basically ended up like a lavender chai. There's cinnamon and cassia, black pepper, lavender, all these different ingredients that I just chose based on their terpene profiles. And once we got blending, um, that's what we had was this beautiful, rich lavender chai tea with all the terpenes that you would find in the Bubba Kush cultivar. So again, you're drinking this tea and you get just waves of sedation and anxiety melts away where the train wreck tea is apple and lemon and mango, and it's really energizing green tea base. So that when, when you're feeling like a train wreck and really need to go and get your get back on track, that one is a really, really good one. The Blue Dream that I developed has lemongrass and blueberries, and it's in a beautiful, calming white tea base. Um, and Blue Dream is, is, has, you know, your classic hybrid effects, kind of a mixture of both. It's really nice for a dreamy daytime experience. And, you know, you can get that from the Blue Dream strain in a joint, but you can also get a lot of that effect from the tea because it's the terpenes that are really dictating a lot of that experience. Well, and I like the idea of the layering because I do that with my cannabis experience where I will have an edible, but then I'll smoke. That way I get my instant gratification. And then as that high is wearing off, the edible is kicking in and you have a different high that comes on. It kind of sneaks up on you. But I like the idea of doing that where you add a few more nuances in, you know, you add the tea or even the essential oil blends, like, you know, when you have a headache and putting the lavender on your temples and, you know, your third eye. And yeah. um, so, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to to experiment with our cannabis experience. It doesn't have to be boring. Can we order the non um, non-medicated stuff in the U.S.? Yes, you can. So we can we can ship our the non-infused version to the US. Stuartfarms.store is where those are available. 
Um, and if you love cannabis, then add cannabis. Have um, your favorite puff in the bathtub with your favorite bath bomb. It's a life changer. It is honestly the best feeling. Um, sit down in the morning and enjoy your blue dream tea with your morning puff if that's what you want to do. And it really elevates the entire experience and helps dictate the direction that the experience will go. I like that. Now, is there something that I didn't ask you that uh, you want to add? Mm. Um, well, we we were talking about, you made a really good point about how sometimes your body just knows what you need, need and you're drawn to certain things. Um, there's so much truth to that. If you, unfortunately, because of COVID here, now we don't have the sniffer jars. <laughs> but when you do have the opportunity to smell a variety of different cannabis, do it. Like, really, really have a good deep smell. Go beyond the the top note that you smell right away and really dive in and see how you feel. If you smell something and you know, you feel your shoulders drop and you take a big sigh, you probably need <laughs> to have some of that. There's something in there that's going to jive really well that you're needing. Um, so take some time, smell, smell the flowers. <laughs> There's a reason it's so therapeutic. Yeah, that's great advice. Stop yeah. and smell the flowers. Absolutely. Well, Katrina, congratulations on getting your first infused products line launched. I know you all have been working really hard. I love when you reach out and let me know that you and the crew are listening to a podcast, getting it done. So um, it's been fun. And I don't even know if if Tanner knows that you're doing a show with me today, but um, he does. <laughs> congratulations to y'all's whole team. There's a lot of really exciting things happening at Stewart Farms. And, you know, when I first uh, talked to somebody about what y'all are doing with the vertical farming, but the fact that it is regenerative, they're like, how is that regenerative? And so I would encourage everyone to go to Stuart. Is it Stuart-Farms.life? Stuartfarms.life. Oh, Stuart yeah. And check out what they're doing. They've got aquaponics. They're raising fish that will be sold. Well, the plan was for them to go to the Boston live markets, but everything's kind of up in the air yeah, right now. Um, yeah. But our tilapia are very healthy. They're growing like crazy. I visit them whenever I need a little, a little fish break, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And so the happy fish are fertilizing the happy cannabis plants, and then you're getting to take that product and, and make amazing stuff with it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Katrina, we're going to end the live session, but I want you to hang tight. Can you see the chat over here? There's somebody that wrote, is there anything for eczema she can recommend? Yep. Anything high in, like, I wonder if they want like a topical suggestion, um, but lavender and mango butter are really, really good. When I worked at Garden by the Sea, we made a repair cream and it was um, mango calendula neem oil is super good. Uh -huh. um, anything really, really fatty, fatty, fatty oils are really good for eczema. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. Thank well, you so much, Joe. Yes, totally. Bye-bye. I hope our chat inspires you to sniff out new perspectives and explore familiar things in new ways. Why not zhuzh up your cannabis experience and improve your day? I'll tell you, my favorite side effect of infusing my wellness practice with cannabis is that it's never boring. From morning wake and bake sesh to afternoon reefer recap to that occasional recovery soak in the tub, with a little bit of intention in these moments, you can optimize your outcome. Head over to the Podcast 171 show notes to learn more about Katrina, 
Stewart Farms, and the power of terpenes. You'll also find a link to shop their strain-inspired mind and body wellness products. What you can buy on their website, remember, is the non-infused version. You'll need to incorporate your own cannabis to complete that entourage effect. And I always hope you're inspired to raise your hand and ask for what you want. Submit your can of curious questions through the website at casuallybaked.com. And if you're looking for a more one-on-one experience, go for it and book a cannabis lifestyle session with me there. Click the gray schedule appointment button at the top of the page. As for me, I'm raising my hand for you to rate and review Casually Baked the Podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That small gesture makes a huge difference in the podcast algorithm mixing machine and ensures more folks like you easily find this highly responsible cannabis content. I make the show. You share the show. You know, it's me and you, my friend. We're in this together. We're inviting smart and open dialogue about true wellness and plant medicine. Yes, please, and thank you. So, you know what to do. Puff, puff, pass it on. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and mixing performed by Q9 Productions. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while while we we break break it all down. down.